Hey guys, this is Ben with the Thank You Jesus Podcast. So originally, I had a few other prayers planned for this first prayer episode. However, uh, as the climate of the world has seemed to change almost overnight with this coronavirus, and the mood of people has changed just as drastically, I figured it might be a good idea to kind of pray Uh, to God about this coronavirus and thank him for all the things he's already promised us in his word uh, to kind of ease tensions, help people that are really struggling with fear and and or symptoms of being sick and different things like that because because while all that's very real, so is the word of God where Jesus said, by your stripes we are healed in Isaiah 53, 5 and and different things like that. And so giving you something to stand on, um, the good Lord's just giving me peace about it. He's like, you're my kid. I got you. And so I'd love to, I'd love it if this prayer, uh, no matter how many times you have to listen to it to get there, helps you realize that God has you and you're okay. And he is definitely bigger than a coronavirus. And so with that being said, um, that's what I'm going to do. We're going to pray about the coronavirus, uh, today. And then a couple days from now, I'm probably going to throw one up on, fear because it kind of goes hand in hand because I, I've heard from a bunch of surgeon generals and surgeons of all different fields, I should say, um, that fear is killing more people and doing more harm to the body than the actual coronavirus is. And so, so we're going to tackle that, um, one step at a time here. So, uh, if you want to bow your heads, take off your hat, whatever, uh, whatever you got to do, I got to take off my hat. Then, uh, then we'll pray. All right. Oh, Jesus, thank you for today. Thank you that we are just so blessed to have woken up today, God, and that all of us that are listening to this podcast in some way or another have a device to listen to this podcast. And that that device, just having one of these devices and being able to listen to podcasts makes us some of the most prosperous people on the planet. And uh, I heard it said once that if you have $10 in your pocket, just ten dollars. You're you're in the top one percent of the richest people in the world, Jesus. And so I just thank you for that. I thank you for all the blessings that you poured out on us, God. I thank you for the food and the provisions, the roof over our head, um, and and all the stuff that we have, Jesus, and the health that we do have, God. And I thank you for that. I thank you for sound mind, a sound mind, and I thank you for um, for the ability to talk to you and that and that you died for us and everything god we have so much to be thankful for and i thank you for that i'm very thankful that you're okay with me saying thank you so many times too jesus because i say it a lot um but i'm just going to give you some scripture god because you said in jeremiah 1 12 that you look after your word to perform it and i really appreciate that because because you died for me and you're in me and so by that respect i have power because you have power and you're inside me but um, without you, I can do nothing. And I also thank you that you said in the Bible that you and you will never leave us or forsake us, God. So with all that being said, um, I'm going to bring up some scripture to you and thank you for it. Um, kind of stand, stand in agreement with you that that this is a part of my life. This scripture is, is working in my life and in these listeners' lives, God. And we believe it. God, I thank you that you said, um, as I said earlier, that in Isaiah 53, 5, you said, by your stripes, we have been healed. We are healed, God, and and uh, should any sickness arise or not, we are already healed. It, it's already been done for us, God, and I thank you for that. And this coronavirus is is no special thing where it doesn't have to 
bend to what you say and you said we're healed god so anybody that's dealing with these symptoms right now uh listening i just thank you god that these symptoms are going away right now in jesus name this is the from this moment on those those symptoms are gone in jesus name God, I thank you also that you said in Jeremiah 30, 17, that you will restore health to us and heal us of our wounds. And again, God, uh, if we if we are well, Jesus, I think we can just kind of put that in the bank and say, you know, let's let this gain interest in our hearts and uh, and just believe that that you're going to restore health to us like you want us healthy. And uh, and this sickness isn't going to conquer us. It's not going to touch us. And if it if if it tries to to peek its nasty little head out in our families or anything god which i just rebuke that in jesus name but if it does then i just thank you god that it'll be short-lived and and it'll be a testimony that that crap did not stay for long jesus i thank you uh as well that no evil will come near us and no plague will come near our homes that's psalm 9110 god and again you said that in jeremiah 112 you look after your word to perform it so I'm not saying no plague will come near my home. You said no plague will come, won't come, come near our home. And every name has to bow to the name of Jesus. So you said that coronavirus has to listen. It can't just, diseases can't just spread amok. They, they have to stop at the, at the door of a Christian. And so I thank you for that, God. I thank you that no sickness is coming near our dwelling and no plague is coming near our home, God, like you said in Psalm 91, 12, 10. And I claim that for all of our listeners, too. Jesus, also, um, with this virus and with, like, the twist that came through our town and everything else, Jesus, recently, there's a lot of fear. There's a lot of unrest. There is a lot of uh, uneasiness, God. And and, uh, and people people need to have some, some joy. People need to have some some cheer in their life and you said in proverbs 17 that a cheerful heart is good medicine god and i just thank you for that jesus i i pray that um that you would open our eyes to see all the amazing things you're doing and have already done in our life god from the littlest of things to the biggest of things jesus you you answer prayers all the time for us and i we are so thankful god but we also ask that you would show up uh in our lives with more of that more blessings more reasons to be cheerful god restore relationships and and heal past hurts Um, ignite passions for dreams again and and help us to get to our dreams and our goals and and uh, help our kids to return home to us if they've run away and help us to to prosper like like you said in the bible you want our soul to us to prosper as our soul prospers and our soul is prospering jesus and I thank you for that, God. So uh, you said you said in Proverbs 17, a cheerful heart is good medicine, Jesus. And we thank you for that because we, just about everybody in the world, could use some good medicine right now, God. Oh, Jesus. And for all, anybody, God, as I've struggled too, that thinks that, that this coronavirus is because of a punishment or that we did something as a nation or, you know, you're just mad. Um, I thank you that the Bible says, and I don't know what the Bible verse is, God, but you said that, that you put all of your anger and all of your wrath on Jesus on the cross because he had all of our sin. And so he died for our sin. And so you're not judging us based off our sin anymore, God. You already, Jesus already paid for it. And you're not angry with us. You're not even mad. And so I thank you for that, Jesus. And, and you also said to build on that, that we have been made righteous through your faithfulness in Romans 5.1. And so I thank you for that, Jesus. We are righteous because of you. 
and you said that the righteous shall flourish like foliage in Proverbs. And in Psalms, you said the righteous will grow like a cedar or like a palm tree. And palm trees can take a beating and not fall down. So can cedars. So I thank you for that, Jesus. I thank you that this sickness is not going to come near our dwelling and that we are just going to stand tall and we're going to rise up and be even better than what we started out with before, you know, physically, financially, everything, Jesus, before this virus even was a thing, God. And then it'll all be a testimony to you and your goodness, Jesus. Again, God, I just thank you that you said you look after your word of performance and that you you took the time to even say half of these words to us in in your good book. And uh, God, you said uh, one last verse for you. You said in Matthew 18, 18, that whatever we bind on earth will be bound in heaven and whatever we loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, God. So right now in all these people's homes that are listening, Jesus, and in my own, I, I just bind any fear, any anxiety, any uneasiness, any worry, any sleeplessness, any arguing or, or uh, anger because of frustration of this virus and fear that we don't have enough. And I just loose any, I mean, I, I bind any lack, um, any poverty, God, and I just loose peace and joy and sleep. You said in Proverbs, I think it is, that you give your beloved sleep. It might actually be Psalms. I'm not sure, God, but you know where it is. I thank you that you said that, and you love us. So you, you said you give your beloved sleep, Jesus, and rest. And I just pray that these people can rest. I pray that um, they'll just feel well. They'll feel healthy. They'll they'll be alert. Their minds will be clear, God. I just lose joy and happiness and just laughter and so many reasons to just laugh until they cry or the sides hurt, God. I just, I thank you for that. You're such a good God. And uh, we just thank you for life. Right now, as I'm recording this podcast, there's birds chirping and there's beautiful plants all around. There's people running past my place. And I just thank you for all of the blessing that you've given us, God. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you really, and if that prayer really helped you, if uh, please stand on it as many times as you want. That's why I'm doing it in podcast form, so you can just keep listening to it over and over again. Um, but also, I ask that you share it with someone that would need it. Um, you know, maybe someone's really freaking out about the coronavirus. They're just uneasy. They don't know what to do. Like, just say, hey, you know, prayer can't help. Send them the thing. Um, share them this podcast. I know there's places for a review. If you want to leave a review, that's awesome. That's not what I'm doing it for. I, I really just want to give help people um, pray. And when they don't know what to pray because of fear or they're just at a loss for words, I want to give them something to stand on, agree with. Um and listen to as many times as they want so they can they can talk to God and and uh, we know that he hears us so it's all awesome so I thank you for listening to the thank you Jesus podcast <laughs> that's that's almost a tongue twister and uh, again I'm Ben and I'll be I'll be posting a fear one here coming up a prayer on fear and and, and fighting that and just thanking God that you don't have to live in fear um, which is a I'll probably talk a little bit about my testimony maybe too with that because I, I had a lot of fear at one time and and, uh, and standing on the word of God and just prayers like this really helped. So you guys have a good day and be blessed. I'll see you soon. Bye.
Hey guys, this is Ben with the Thank You Jesus podcast. So last week, we prayed about the coronavirus, and I said last week that now, after the coronavirus prayer, we were going to pray about fear. And so since then, uh, I've been doing some research and studying, and uh, some of the big things I've been noticing is a lot of like surgeon generals, top surgeons, people in the medical profession um, that have been in there a long time are saying that fear is killing more people and doing more damage to people's bodies than the virus or any sickness could be doing. Um, And there's lots of science on how the brain and, and what you're thinking about actually has a direct correlation to how your body physically reacts and feels and all that without getting too crazy. So, uh, as I said last week, we're going to pray about fear this week and uh, today, actually. So you're, you're in luck. This is going to be great. And don't feel bad if, you're, if you have a lot of fear. We all have it at different times, whether you're prepping for a big race or studying for a test. You're going to ask someone out. You're going into combat, you're in combat. I mean, there's, there's plenty of things to be afraid about, but it's not valid when you look at the Bible. You can experience the feeling, but then, then you know, okay, I got fear. It's time to get out of this. We're not going to stay here. You know, sometimes you find yourself in a bad situation. It does not mean that you stay in that bad situation. You readjust, recalculate, and get out of it and get to higher ground. So that's what we're going to do. So uh, I'm going to read some Bible verses. And then uh, I might reference some of them in the prayer too, but I wanted you to be able to read them to yourself. So if you want to get a pen and paper uh, or just write them down in your notes on your phone, however you want to do it, it'll be on the podcast, obviously. So if you're driving or something, you can come back and you can write these Bible verses down, but they're, they're very powerful to even like agree with God and thank him for them every morning. So let me pull these up here. All right. Isaiah 43, 1 says, don't fear for I have redeemed you. I have called you mine. I've called you by name and you are mine, which is pretty powerful because, um, you take a, you are very, people are by nature, very protective, um, of things that they own. They make sure things are taken care of well. And you know, like their dogs and their animals, their house, everything, they have a different feeling for it when they claim it as their own. And so you might be trying to keep yourself safe, but when God calls you his, he's doing more than you are to keep yourself safe because you're his, because he, he, he owns you and, it, and it's a good, it's a good connotation. So that's a command too. Um, do not fear when God just says, don't do it. It's, it's a commandment. So he wouldn't give us a command without us being able to do it. It just might take some work. Isaiah 41.10 says, So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Psalms 56.3 says, When I am afraid, I put, you, I put my trust in you. Philippians 4.6-7 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. So that, <clears throat> excuse me, that verse really confused me for a while. I mean, obviously, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. I'm like, all right, cool. I have no idea what I'm supposed to do with that. So I looked into it. I talked to some people. Um, so if you look it up in different versions, ESV and Message and KJV and all that different stuff, you put them all together, what it basically says, but in every situation... 
You're praying and petitioning God. So you are saying, God, this is what I got. This is what I'm dealing with. These are the things like just give it to them all. Everything that's bothering you. I'm terrified. I'm, you know, you're going to die by the coronavirus or something, whatever you're afraid of. And then thank him for everything in your life and thank him that what the word says, you know, like thank him that, wait, yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I'm going to die by the coronavirus, but you said in Isaiah 53, 5, by your stripes, I'm healed. So I thank you for that. I'm covered. And start to build yourself up in the Lord like David did. And then present your request to God and ask him for what you're looking for. And it says, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I think this verse is a huge cure for anxiety for millennials and just people in general. It seems like a lot of people have had more anxiety than ever in the past, like 15 years. So um, that's a huge verse to just actually practice. John 14, 27 says, peace is what I leave with you. It is my own peace that I give you. I do not give it as the world does. Do not be worried and upset. Do not be afraid. Um, there's another one here. Let's see. Psalms 94:19 says, "When anxiety was great within me, your consolation brought joy to my soul." And I, you know, think about this verse. You can't really have consolation with someone without being close to them. I mean, you have FaceTime and stuff now, but but originally you would have to be close to somebody. So if you want God's consolation bring joy to your soul you'd have to probably spend time with them which would be in the bible and prayer and all that and that's that's a win-win because when you spend time with god anyway you you rub off you know if you spend time with someone who smokes you're gonna smell like smoke and when you spend time with god peace is automatically gonna be a byproduct of that right because that's all god is he is peace he is joy so when you spend time with him this is gonna happen you're gonna get consolation brought joy to my soul it's gonna be brought to your soul and you're gonna have peace which is really cool. This one is uh, this one is kind of in a different stance. This is the stance you want to be in by the end of this. Uh, Psalms 27.1 says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I sent my buddy a picture this once where it showed a little lion cub and then it showed this big male lion standing behind him looking at the camera. And it showed the little lion cub is you and the big lion is God. Like that's where this stance is coming from. It's like, who am I going to be afraid of? I'm, he's right behind me. Like, what are you going to do to me? You know, um, that's really, that's really neat. It kind of reminds me, I have some buddies that are in the Marine Corps. And when you talk to them, I love and respect all the military guys, all the different forces. But, uh, when you talk to the Marines, there's something different in their brain where they go, they're either going to win or die. There's no losing in their minds. They're just like, Nope, this is, this is mine. This is, you told us to take this hill. We're taking it. That's it. And so that's really cool because God already said he's got us safe. So if you look at it from like that perspective, you're just going to win. It's just aligning how you think up with what God already said. So you can go in that direction. All right. So then there's this one last one here. Well, there's a ton of verses on. You can just look it up. Oh, there's so many. Um, What Paul was talking to the Romans uh, when he said, I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. That talks about fear a little bit. Um, I'm going to read this last one to you. And this is one of my favorites. It's And if you could ever memorize one chapter in the Bible, or if you want to do your first chapter in the Bible, it would be Psalm 91. That is such a good thing to get deep inside you. Oh, man. So this is part of it. Psalms 91, 1 through 16 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will rest in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. 
He will cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness will be, be your shield and rampart. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Nowadays it'd be bullets. You can put that in there. Nor the bullets that fly by day. Nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the plague that destroys at midday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. To guard you in all your, uh, for he will command his angels concerning you, to guard you in all your ways. Because he loves me, says the Lord, I will rescue him. I will protect him, for he acknowledges my name. He will call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. Psalms 91, 1, 16. That's really interesting in a lot of ways. But one thing I want to point out is we are all very quick to look at what the stats are. We're taught in school to watch the, measure the numbers. If the stats say that 97% of oranges are orange, then we believe it. We don't even, we don't even fact check it. We just believe it because it's statistics. So we take that when we grew up into the news and a lot of people will look at the news and they'll say, oh, well, thousands of people are dying, you're next, and they'll believe it. Well, the Bible says a thousand will fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand. Is that what it says? 10,000 at your right hand. So right next to you, 10,000 people are dying. So you're not even close, more than likely, to the people that are dying on the news. And it is sad, but that's not you. So when you see that, you should be watching the news and going, God, you know, I pray for those families and I just pray that you touch their lives and all that good stuff. But also, thank you that that crap ain't gonna touch me because 10,000 will fall before something happens to me. And I don't even think it's an actual number. I'm, I think God's saying like, it doesn't matter how many are falling, you're safe. Keep your eyes on me, love me, tell me that you trust me, everything will be all right. So that's really cool. Like he's sending his angels concerning you Disease can't get through angels. Angels are like, it's not going to happen, which is so neat. And you might be thinking, which might be a conversation for another day. Why then are people um, dying of this that believe in Jesus or whatever? And I mean, we can go into some heavy stuff that just wouldn't be right for us to even assume. But one thing I can say is that... um, you probably have a lot of friends, but you have some really close friends. And some friends are friends of yours, but they don't even check in on you. And other friends check in on you randomly and just, just want to see how you're doing. And you can feel the love from those friends. That's a true friendship, right? The other ones might be more of an acquaintance, but you call them friends. Some people don't take what the Word of God says, which is your owner's manual. It's your letter from God. They, they just aren't, they don't believe it or they're not close to God. Maybe they are close to God. There's so many different things. So you really can't, what I'm trying to say is you really can't even compare other people's relationships to God to yours. It's the best bet to not even do that. What you can do though is work on yourself. You can always work on yourself. So if God says that you hold on to it regardless of what you see in other Christians' lives, in other non-Christians' lives, it doesn't matter who they are. That's not you. Your relationship with God is totally different from somebody else. So just hang on to what the Word of God says and watch it work in your life. Let's see if we got any others. I hope that was uh, not too brash, but you know, let's see. So this is the last one I think here. I think I passed this one up. Isaiah 35, 4 says, Say to those with fearful hearts, Be strong, do not fear. Your God will come. He will come with vengeance and divine retribution. He will come to save you. And so I think that's just really, it's really cool. Um, you can say that to your friends like hey no no you don't need to fear like God's got us that's powerful that speaks into their heart that they don't even realize that it's happening um, and it's really good for them 
So, and it's also good to you. You can speak to yourself. You can say, hey, I'm not going to fear about this. Uh Uh-uh, I don't care what I see. This is good. I'm healthy right now. I'm going to keep being healthy. God's kept me safe this far. I am safe. And it doesn't even have to be with the virus. You can be with anything. You could, you know... You could be afraid of burglars. You could be afraid of the dark. Your little kids could be afraid of the dark. They, you can use it for anything. Be strong. Do not fear. God says, do not fear in the Bible over 365 times, which equals out to one day of the year every year. So there's never a day, essentially, where you don't have a Bible verse to stand on for fear. It's awesome. All right. So this is a long podcast, but you know, it's good. Oh, let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for these people listening to this podcast. Thank you, God, that this coronavirus is on the out and um, that there's just going to be lots of testimonies and lots of of people getting closer to you and getting to know you through all this, Jesus. You said in your word that uh, you work all things out to the good of those who love you, Jesus, and lots of people out there love you. And lots of people more are going to find you even through all this, God. And... Uh, you said in Matthew 18, 18, that whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. So we just bind this virus in Jesus' name. And, and as my mom says, we cast it to the pits of hell. And we just lose peace and joy in place of fear and uh, anxiety in people's hearts. And uh, God, I just thank you that fear is not something you gave us. You came to give us life and life more abundantly. And uh, some translations of the Bible say that we're just supposed to, uh, I think it says ecstatically, ecstatically, ecstatically joy life, ecstatically enjoy life. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Um, We're just supposed to have an amazing life. And that's what you came to give us. And devil is the, he's the guy for fear. And so that doesn't come from you. You don't use fear to control us or to guide us or anything like that. God, fear doesn't come from you because there's no fear in heaven. So you can't give what you don't have. And so I thank you for that, Jesus. So we only want to be like you. And so we just thank you that we do not have a spirit of fear, but a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. And whatever these people are fearing, God, that it would just slowly, you would help slowly erode that away from their lives, Jesus, and make them stronger in that area, give them confidence and boldness. Um, we just thank you, God, that you're watching over them and that you are obviously helping them as they walk through this because some fears are really strong. Some fears are generational. They last a long, and they've been in the family for a long time, Jesus. And we just speak today, starting today with this prayer, God, that things would start to change in their life, whatever that fear is. We just say no more fear in Jesus' name. And we thank you for that because it's not in our strength, it's in your strength. And you're in us fully. And so we have the power through you and given by you to stand and say, this is where the buck stops and the buckthorn, man. We that and no more fear coming near our house. And uh, we just thank you for that, Jesus. In your name we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, guys. So I might just surprise you with the next prayer. Um, and because I said I would have that one out on Friday, and now it is not Friday, um, I'm going to give you another one this week. We're going we're gonna to pop some out because I feel like this week especially, there's just a lot of things to pray about and thank God for. And so we just thank Jesus that we don't have fear. We thank Jesus that we don't have the coronavirus. We're going we're gonna to start going into some other stuff. So 
lots to stand on, lots of Bible verses. Please go back. You might even have to slow me down in the Apple Podcast app or whatever podcast app you're listening to when I tell you the prayers. Uh, the uh, Sorry, when I tell you the Bible verses so you can write them down. I tend to talk a little speedy. So, um, yeah, slow me down if you have to. <laughs> and uh, I'll see you guys in a, in a couple days. Be watching for the next podcast. Thanks so much.